0: It's the Voice of the Cape Festival again. The is Stadium in Athlone. Entry fee for adults are 20 rand and kids and pensioners are only 10 rand. The Voice of the Cape Festival from the 5th to the 8th of December 2013. For more information, call us on 021-442-3500.
1: Well, those sounds tells you that it's one program, and that is, of course, the Q&A on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM with myself, Muhammad Zain, Machida, Assalamualaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh, and a very good evening. Well, let me very quickly give you the means of how you can uh, actually contact us and get your questions through to the Honorable Mufti this evening. The easy way is to simply send us a SMS to the number 47913, 47913. You just type out your SMS, no short code, nothing, just type it out the question and send it through. But what I would prefer is you keep it brief, don't give too much detail, and then the entire text we can't even make out, and another text comes through and it jumps. So keep it brief, your question, inshallah, and send it in early. In fact, what I'm going to do this evening, I'm going to start with the questions that was left over from last week. I will ask those questions first. And of course, if you can't make it in time this evening, we will, those questions... Those questions will, we'll of course, stand over till next week, inshallah. We're going to go first uh, to our very first uh, caller, or rather to uh, the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussein, who's joining us online. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti.
2: Wa alaikumussalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khairan, brother Muhammad Zain, barakallahu fikum.
1: MashaAllah, and it's Mufti keeping it, and Muharram Mubarak.
2: Ameen. Same to you. 1435. Kullu amin wa antum bi khair. Wonderful, wonderful weather here yeah. in Johannesburg. Khauteng excellent, we are
1: really in summer now mashallah. Alhamdulillah. So as I said to the listeners, keep those questions coming we'll start with the questions that was left over from last week and uh, also we have uh, two hours with the Honorable Mufti this evening until about 8 o'clock just before 8 o'clock this evening. First question Mufti, it says, Salam, I uh, want to know if your husband is away from you due to an argument for two weeks now but the wife is very sick and three months pregnant but need husband to sign hospital papers but the, uh, the husband don't want to make no contact with the wife. He's staying at the uh, non-Muslim family and they influence him. What must I do? I'm married in Muslim rights. Uh, Mufti.
2: bismillahir rahmanir wa ala kareem. Amma ba <coughs> All praise is due to almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of this universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wa All mighty Allah commands every Muslim husband Surah 4 Surah Nisa verse 19 Wa ashiru hunna bil You must treat your wives with equity, justice What this husband is doing? He's shirking his duty and responsibility And then to make things worse He's going to stay by non-Muslims who are influencing him So obviously this is unacceptable, untenable you got two three options sister option number one is get some ulama or some sheikhs or imam to go and speak to your husband and knock some sense into him second one try your family members and maybe they can do something and third if nobody's prepared to help you then get the welfare and they can give the pay uh, all uh, debts and so forth with the card money. So these are the options, and obviously, then you will have to see what are your options after that whether to stay in this marriage, or take a temporary separation, or request the talaq and divorce. All that are your options.
1: She can hear the voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussein. Keep those questions coming via the SMS line 47913. That is 47913. Next question, Mufti. My hubby is cheating on me with a a drug addict he has hurt me so bad that i even curse him every day please help
2: if your husband is now addicted to drugs then remember the best thing for you is to leave him and if he is causing you harm physically or mentally and you know through torture and hitting and so forth So Islam does not say that the wife must stay in a marriage when she is going through all this difficulty. You should request the talaq, and if he is too too stubborn and obstinate, then go to the organizations, MJC, or whoever you have confidence in, and tell them that you want the fasakh and annulment of the marriage, and inshallah, you take all the documents with you, that when he hit you and so forth and assaulted you, and then inshallah, they will assist you
1: in this question it says mufti what is the islamic perspective on such a thing as mermaids my grandfather who passed away a while back worked in the navy and before he passed on and the rest of the sms didn't come through you probably saw a mermaid mufti
2: obviously almighty Allah tells us in a noble quran wa Im min shayin illa yusabihu bihamdihi, wa that every creation of all mighty Allah is glorifying all mighty Allah but you don't understand the this so from here we can deduce and many other verses there are hundreds and thousands of creation that human being human being cannot create anything but human being can discover the great, great creation of all, Maiti Allah, Jalla ala So, mashallah, the person in question was in the navy, and he saw the mermaid and everything. So, fine, we got no reason not to accept it. We will accept it as one of the creation of all, Maiti Allah, Jalla ala And we should not say that everything is a figment of people's imagination. All this type of creation can be there. And remember, they are glorifying all, Allah.
1: Indeed, going on to our next question. It says, Mufti, if I was circumcised and there's still from the foreskin hanging there, must I have it redone?
2: Yes, it is best that you have it redone, more so before you get married or even after you get married, that maybe it won't be so comfortable and so forth. So therefore, my advice to you is go to a pre- do- proper doctor, and not a witch doctor now, that he leaves some portion behind and so forth. So he'll do a proper job and just take that out. Nothing else you must take out. Shukran,
1: inshaAllah. Our number 21 442 And of course, the easy way to do it is SMS your questions to 47913. That is, of course, the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Next question mufti it says uh, mufti what is a dua that we can w- recite for this period of ashura and we would get a comment from mufti and you get your pens and papers ready we'll get a comment after this
0: it's the voice of the cape festival again the fake is stadium in athlone entry fee for adults are 20 rand and kids and pensioners are only 10 rand the voice of the cape festival from the 5th to the 8th of december 2013 for more information, call us on
1: 021-442-3500. Well, we continue on uh, 91.3 FM. That is, of course, uh, The Voice of the Cape with Q&A with myself, Muhammad Zain Machid, on the line answering all of your questions, none other than the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein. Well, the question we posed, Mufti, before the break, it says, As-salamu Mufti, what uh, would be the dua that we can make during this period of Ashura?
2: Remember that whenever a new month starts in Islam, then we should say Allahu Akbar, hilalu Khairin, Warushdin. Oh Almighty Allah, make this month here, for example, now Muharram, a month of khair and Goodness, and Warushdin, and Righteousness. So that we should read when we see the moon, and is mentioned in Abu Dawood. Likewise, in Tirmidhi, it is mentioned Allahu Akbar. Allahumma hillahu alayna bil amni wal iman wa Salama wal islam wa tawfiq lima tuhibbu wa tarudah Rabbi wa rabbuka Allah Basically it means that O oh Allah make this new moon and crescent for us such that our iman, our Islam, our property, our assets, everything are protected and oh, Almighty Allah give us Tawfiq, the ability, the capacity, لما wa وَتَرُدَةً to do that action, say that speech that is beloved to you and pleasing to you. We can make this dua in any language, it's not necessary, it must be in Arabic. And the dua we should always ask Almighty Allah. And now we have started the year 1435, so beg Almighty Allah for forgiveness and Aafiyah. Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught us the dua. Allahumma inni as'aluka al-afwa wal O oh, beloved Allah, inni as'aluka, indeed I beg of you, O oh Allah, al-afwa forgiveness, safety, comfort, protection in our iman, our dignity, our wealth, our assets, our families regarding our deen and religion, regarding our dunya, our mundane and our worldly matters, and in the year after, so wonderful, comprehensive du'a, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-afwa wal-afiya fi al dini wa dunya wal Akhirah.
1: Shukran indeed uh, for that. Mufti, uh, next question. Mufti, I'd like to know if there is any dua I can make. Uh, I have a very important interview that I need to be going to, inshallah. Read
2: Surah 54, verse 10. Surah 54, Surah Qamar. And that is just before Surah Rahman. And verse 10. Oh, Almighty Allah, I'm overpowered, overwhelmed. You defend me, you assist me. So now you are fearing this will happen that will happen you read two records salat, read surah 54 verse 10 give some charity and inshallah you will come out from the interview with flying colors inshallah i mean inshallah sms
1: line number 47913 next question mufti i'd like to know uh, is it permissible to pluck one's eyebrows and wear fake eyelashes
2: Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla, in the Noble Quran tells us the incident when the Shaitan was expelled from Jannah and then the Shaitan took various oaths. And one oath he took was, Wala fala I will command them I will command them and they will change the creation of Almighty Allah. So imagine that Almighty Allah gave us eyelashes, we say no, we don't like that. We want to change it, so we're going straight into the hands of shaitan. And if you want the reference of that, open Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse number 119. Secondly, regarding eyebrows, eyelashes, all that, we should not interfere with it. Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, said, La'anallahu al-Namisa wal misa. the lady, you know, the beautician, the therapist, who does it and upon whom it is done, both are cursed by all Allah, This is authentic hadith in Sahih Muslim.
1: She indeed. Uh, next question, Mufti. Uh, is it permissible to live with your wife and her daughter <coughs> from a previous marriage in the same house, Mufti?
2: She has a daughter from a previous marriage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. There's no problem with that. Once you consummated the marriage with her, then Qur'an Kareem states So then the ending of the fourth Jews, you will find it there. So you can live with your wife and her daughter from a previous marriage after you have consummated the marriage with the mother. So then between you and that stepdaughter, there is no hijab, no parada. You can stay in the same house.
1: Now, Mufti, when you take the mayat out of the house, is it head first or feet first that should leave the house?
2: Remember that these are things that are both ways are really flexible. We should not make it such an issue, you know. But for respect's sake, we'll say that rather you take the head first out and so forth. But some ulama, some people say take the feet out. So both these type of things are really flexible. There's no hard and fast rule. Yes, we know that when we place the deceased, the mayid, in the grave, in the qabar then we must turn the entire body and the face and everything towards the qibla. That is essential. But when we take out from the house, we can remember it can be feet first or head first.
1: You can indeed our number four seven nine one three and of course uh, if you can't SMS you can phone us on oh two one double four two three five three zero. Next question, Mufti. The husband buys everything, food, pays the bonds, school fees of the minor kids, but give no money in the wife's hand. Nothing whatsoever. Is this right? The wife doesn't work. Severely bank card eh, Mufti.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now you ask the question at the right time my sister you husbands all my butas listen carefully now Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said man wasa ila ala fi yawm wassa sa'ira sanatihi the hadith is mentioned in Bayaki, in mishkat and so forth Whosoever spends on his family, on the day, on the night of Ashura, Almighty Allah Jalla will increase for him the sustenance for the whole year. We know that Ashura is on the 14th of November. That is on Thursday. Next week will be Ashura Day, to one week from now. So Wednesday night, you, the wives, cook a nice meal, everything. And you the husbands, mashallah, go to your wife, your children and say, Darling, honey, you take some money. And you the husband, this is not only for Muharram, you are a good husband. You're paying everything, but it is also Akhlaqan. akhlaq means morally, ethically, you should give your wife hundred grand, thousand grain, five hundred, whatever you can afford, and this is for her personal needs. And don't ask her what had Yeha done with the health and so forth. No, keep a big heart. She's doing so much. She's looking after your children, cleaning the house, fulfilling your conjugal rights, looking after your valuables. So she's one person, one lady, and she has five, six portfolios to spend on your wife and children butas and my brothers
1: and fathers so indeed uh, next question mufti i don't know if mufti is familiar with uh, our traditions in cape town where when there's a wedding and eventually when the reception is done the husband sends from his family the hajjis that come and get uh, the bride now the question is that follows it says when a widower comes from hajj is it bad luck for her to take of the bride at the wedding, we'll get a comment from Ufti after this.
0: It's the Voice of the Cape Festival again. The Karl Stadium in Athlone. Entry fee for adults are 20 rand and kids and pensioners are only 10 rand. The Voice of the Cape Festival from the 5th to the 8th of December 2013. For more information, call us on 021-442-3500. Welcome
1: back to the Airways
0: of uh, the Voice of the
1: Cave, 91.3 FM, our SMS line. Uh, you can send us your questions, the number 47913, or you can phone us at 021-442-3530. Well, the question we asked Mufti before the break about the Hajj is very bright. It says, when a widower comes from Hajj, is it bad luck for her to take off the bride at the wedding Mufti.
2: Remember, this custom has no real basis in Islam. However, there are two or three things that we can mention here. That when the bride now is going to leave her own home and go there to a marital home, so if some ladies come and take her, so that's fine. That used to happen in the time of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Some senior ladies will come and take the bride, you know, if they're going to a nearby place and so forth. Or, for example, if men come, then it must be Mahram. Mahram will mean, for example, the father or her uncle, the father's brother or brother's brother also or her brother. So then it's fine. But if strange men come and have to take her, although whether he perform a hajj or not, that is irrelevant in this case here, then that will not be permissible because he has nothing to do with this lady
1: she can indeed mufti our next question says the wife is under iddah can she close the front gate if the gate is on the road mufti
2: if you don't close the gates, the crooks will come and fat others. You know, I mean, you have to close the gates. You know, South Africa today is the capital of crime. Mm. So, yes, you must close the gate there. Don't worry about all the stories. Some people say you must leave the window open or the gate open. The roof will come back and all that. All these are fairy tales and fabrication.
1: Sure, indeed. Uh, next question, Mufti. Uh, should each talaq be followed by a Idda period even though he gave three talaqs?
2: Remember that if the husband gave three talaks at one time, then the Iddat will be Salat at 3 menses according to the Hanafis and Hanbalis, or three periods of cleanliness according to the Shafi'is and Malikis. If the husband gave one talaq and then the Iddat started, and then after one month, two months, he gave another talaq, so that it that will run concurrently. It don't mean after the second dalag, now you must restart all over again. No, so it will run concurrently and that is how you will work it out.
1: Shukun, next question, it says, uh, Mufti, my husband disrespects my mother by not greeting her. What should I do? And when I confront him about it, he tells me I'm being controlled by her.
2: Remember that it is unfair on your part, or husband, that how you want your wife to respect your parents, Mustafa sallallahu said, tudan, As you treat others, so you will be treated, so in a case like that, remember your mother-in-law is a lady, there is no hijab, Quran says, and the mothers of your wives, so therefore you should even make salam to her, you can even shake her hand islamically, I'm not saying you have to do that but salam, you should do, you know, because it is a sign of respect. After all, they gave you her daughter, so in that way, that is part of our akhlaq and character that you should make salam. And now, when your wife tells you, you say, No, he she wants to control you, or that, that's being unfair. So, you should keep a big heart, make salam to all the men, and make salam a lot to your wife and to your mother in law, inshallah.
1: She can indeed. this question Can Mufti please advise me? Can I buy a Umrah ticket from a person? which is a hajj uh, and umrah operator but he's been accused of being a shia
2: it's best that you don't buy from him mashallah in cape town in south africa we have so many other agents so why should you support such a person there if he gives you discount or he gives you that, then there's always a price to pay. He will tell you, you must come to this center or this center or this place. So, my advice to you, brothers and sisters, stay far from them. You know that they are people who curse the Khulafah, the first three Caliphs, Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Sayyidina Omar, Sayyidina al-Uthman. and there's no smoke without fire, so therefore stay far away.
1: She can, uh, our SMS line number 47913, or you can phone us an 21 442 But of course, the easy way to do it is simply SMS us to the number 47913. And remember, SMSs are charged at 1.50 $1, each. Next question, Mufti, it says, that Previously on this particular program, it was mentioned that if a person accepts his homosexuality and that it's right, that is out of the fold of Islam, If a person like that dies, can you then not make dua for that person?
2: If a person considers homosexuality to be permissible, then such a person is a murtad out of the fall of Islam. And any person who dies without Iman, without Islam, and he died a murtad also, or any other faith besides Islam, then for us as Muslims to make dua for them is not permissible. Surah 9, Surah toba verse 84. تَعَبَدَىٰ Don't pray for any one of them. قَبْرِ Don't stand by their grave. So if he considers it permissible, then there's ijma and consensus in Islam that such a person is out of the fall of Islam.
1: Shukana Mufti, if a man gives his wife three talaqs, during the Idda period, they slept together, and she's now pregnant, what happens in that case?
2: Obviously, the three talaks that he gave, all three talaks are valid, whether you look at the Shafi, Maliki, Hanabi, Hanafi, Hanbali school. Thereafter, while that wife was in Iddah, now things got hot there, then they decided to sleep during the Iddah, and now she is pregnant. So obviously, that child will be considered as an illegitimate child. And both parties will have to make sincere toba and repent and the lineage of their child will go to the mother and they must go separate now. They can't be living in one room or in one house because already they did so much kada and so many problems now just because of getting hot, you know. So imagine that the three talaks were done and now they went to do this. So obviously, there's no blame on the child and don't even think of going for abortion. You just let nature take its course, give birth, but the child's lineage will go to the mother.
1: Shikon, indeed, uh, going on to the next question, Mufti. Can we sharpen knives that come from non-Muslim people?
2: Yes, there's no problem. You must remember that today our things, we take 101 thing. Yesterday I took my car to the garage. I don't know what, what things they must have sharpened in my car, you know. <laughs> so you must remember that you go and take your knife, you go and take other things and that. They fix it up, they sharpen it up, all that is fine. And if you got a little bit of doubt, and for every Muslim you should do that. That when it comes back, then you wash it properly, thoroughly. And then, mashallah, you use it for your bread and your knife and your, your food and fruit and whatever, it's fine.
1: Now, Mufti, if you are uh, in an area where you're not sure which direction the Qibla is, but after completing your salah, someone actually rectify you and tell you that you actually stood in the opposite direction, do you have to re-perform your salah or is it still correct?
2: if the person made tahari, tahri means that quran uses the word for like taharra or rashadah Tahari means i am now in cape town and for example and i don't know which way direction is qibla so i use my own discretion and when I used my own discretion, I said, Oh, the sun rises here, the sun sets here, let me read Salat this way. So now you did all that. And no- nobody came to correct you in Salat, but after Salat was finished, then they told you you were reading the wrong direction. Remember, your Salat is valid. There's no need for you to repeat it. If you repeat it, it is precaution, but majority scholars say it is fine and valid.
1: Now, Mufti, if I'm, I'm uh, the person says, I'm very disturbed because I live with very spiritual people. But they strongly believe that other people are doing harm to them due to jealousy and so forth. Example, body pain, swelling, doing something to their minds. Can Muti please enlighten me on this kind of thinking, belief to protect me about all of this? Shukran.
2: What, what you should do, brother, sister, is this that the best ta'weez, our people go here and there, but the best ta'weez is in the Quran itself read that abundantly and after every first salat and before you sleep. Similarly, after every first salat, read Ayatul Kursi and try and stay in the state of hudu as much as possible. Now, if people are spiritual, pious or otherwise, we should not have waham. Waham means we just let our minds run away and have doubt and so forth. That that person, that family are causing us harm and so forth, that's not permissible. But that does not mean that these type of things cannot happen. Sihar, jadu, magic, witchcraft, all this happens. But remember, sometimes our people go beyond the limit. People get sick, they will say somebody did jadu, sihar, and witchcraft. So that also is wrong. So everything should be ummatan wasata. That the middle road. So the middle road is the sickness we accept. And these type of things can happen, but not that everything we blame on that, and all of us should take preventative measures to protect ourselves, and that will be <coughs> that will be awud bil falak. And in that way, inshallah, all Allah will protect
1: us. I mean, inshallah, can indeed. The voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. In fact, what we're going to be doing now, because the work of um, uh, Maghrib is coming in the Joburg area, so Mufti is going to be performing his Maghrib.
0: It's the Voice of the Cape Festival again, the Fahis Carl Stadium in Athlone. Entry fee for adults are 20 rand and kids and pensioners are only 10 rand. The Voice of the Cape Festival from the 5th to the 8th of December 2013. For more information, call us on 021-442-3500.
1: Well, our number is 21 Welcome back to the airways of The Voice of the Cape. And, of course, you can also SMS us on the number 47913. That is 47913 with myself, Muhammad Zain Machid. And joining us on the lines once again, none other than the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Uh First question in this round, Mufti, uh, it says, Can a parent hit their child physically if they don't know uh, their lesson while te- teaching them? is Mu- Mufti.
2: Bismillahir Rahman ar-Rahim. Mustafa Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Wala tadribil that do not hit the face. So for a father, mother to hit the face of the child, or for a teacher to do that definitely unacceptable. And we know that in South Africa even corporal punishment is outlawed now. So what you should do is that when you see your son is not doing or daughter for that matter, then there are other ways, for example, that you, you cut their money, pocket money, or you detain them during the weekends and so forth, to show that you are, disple- you are displeased with their progress and so forth. Hitting them nowadays will just make them more stubborn and is counterproductive. And remember, Islamically, it's not permissible to hit anybody on the face, so therefore it will be considered not permissible.
1: Shikana Mufti, uh, next question, uh, or SMS, it says, Muharram Mubarak to everybody. Uh, and uh, Mufti, please, are the which are the best days to fast uh, during Yawm ashura
2: Remember that Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa in Makkah, Mukarramah, used to fast only on the day of Ashura. When Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa came to Medina Manawurah, saw the Jews were fasting, the hadith is mentioned in Mustafa ahmed so one day before it or one day after it. So we will say that next week, Wednesday, Thursday, you keep the fast, or Thursday, Friday, or if a person wants to keep all three, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, so that will be excellent. So you've got two options there, Wednesday, Thursday, or Thursday, Friday, or you keep all three days, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, that's excellent.
1: Now Mufti, what is the procedure and benefits of connecting to a sheikh, a Murshid of the Sov? And how do you search for such a person? And uh, the person also likes to know whether Mufti also is connected to a Murshid.
2: Okay, here yeah, three parts to the question. Number one, when we are ill and sick, you know that you are in Cape Town in Athlon or Islands or wherever, then you don't go to any doctor. You go to the doctor, you are suitable, comfortable with. So this is, you need a spiritual doctor. We all have certain weaknesses. We have pride, we have jealousy, we have envy, we have greed, all this. So we go to that doctor who is compatible, suitable for us. But that doctor himself must be competent. He mustn't be looking at your money and all this type of things. Today you get many sharks, you know, many charlatans. So you must be very careful also. So that's the first thing. There must be compatibility between you and the sheikh, the Murshid. Second one is this. What will be the benefit? The benefit will be the love for all, the love for Mustafa, the love for Deenul islam will increase and the love for the world and everything else will decrease. So that is what the sheikh will give you prescriptions, you should read this, read that, and obviously you have to explain to him what are your weaknesses. Sometimes people have weakness of casino, or someone has weakness of drugs, or alcohol, or women, whatever it is. And the third one, somebody asked me, you know, That do I make Murid or do I have all this? So I told them I only have one Murid and that is my wife, one man, one vote. Mm -hmm. So you must remember I don't have this. Am I connected to someone? Yes, but unfortunately he passed away. So now MashaAllah we just keep contact with our honorable teachers.
1: She can indeed the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussein, our number 021 4423530. And of course you can SMS us on the number four seven and nine one three. Now Mufti, if your husband or the SMS is the lady, it says if my husband pass on and he is washed and shrouded, can I kiss him my last goodbye? Is it permissible?
2: For the wife to touch the husband after the ghusl and so forth, after death and kafan shrouding, totally permissible according to all schools. The wife can touch the body of the husband. After the death of the husband, that's totally permissible. You want to give him the farewell kiss and so forth. So that's also permissible. But what you should do is don't make it now lip to lip, sister, you know. Rather kiss your husband now on his forehead and something and continue making dua, inshallah. Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, kissed the first person to be buried there in Medina. After the hijrah, Uthman bin Maz'oon, Mustafa, sallallahu kissed him between the eyes meaning on the forehead and the mubarak blessed tears of Mustafa sallallahu Alaihi wasallam rolling down so from there we deduce when you kiss the disease then you kiss the disease on the forehead
1: well inshallah continue those SMSs coming on 47913 that is 47913 we'll continue with q a after this
0: it's the Voice of the Cape Festival again. The Faith is Kral Stadium in Athlone. Entry fee for adults are 20 Rand and kids and pensioners are only 10 Rand. The Voice of the Cape Festival from the 5th to the 8th of December 2013. For more information, call us on 021 442 3500.
1: Welcome back here today, of uh, The Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. And uh, we continue now with Q&A. And on the line we have answering your questions, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Now, Mufti, what would be the punishment uh, when a child has sworn at the father because uh, she is sick and tired of him abusing her and her mother and brother?
2: In a case like that, we must remember what Quran Karim states, Fala Don't even say uff." meaning any word that will hurt their feelings if they are wrong remember sometime the father or mother they go but off then we'll qawlan then speak to them in an honorable manner and mustafa sallallahu alaihi wa sallam told us the children that we must be uh, you know have reverence and respect for our parents Wa wala maa wa wala maa wa wala although they are doing wrong things So you, son, you, daughter, you cannot be swearing and abusing FNBs and whatever else to your father because you know that you are frustrated or desperate or the way he's treating your mother or the way he's treating you all. What you'll need to do is this that looked at the way forward when your father is in a good mood then you should have a meeting and try and have jaw, jaw, have a discussion the war war having a slinging match and swearing one another that is just going to make matters worse they discuss this issue and tell him that you know he needs to be the head of the family he needs to be the role model and he can't be carrying on like this like a tyrant and just treating everybody and swearing everybody so rather speak or bring an imam or a sheikh to speak to him.
1: She can, now, my child tends to cry extensively, mostly at the time of maghrib. Any advice to calm him down?
2: Read surah number 46, surah Ahqaf, the beginning of the 26 Jews, verse 15, 15. And the portion you should be reading, fi Oh, my beloved Allah, bring about reform, piety, goodness in my progeny, in my children. And blow on your child, read Surah Fatiha seven times and blow. Yes, sometimes it happens Maghrib time that, you know, the children, they are playing outside and so forth. So the Hadith is mentioned in Bukhari Sharif. That when the sun is about to set, is a for then the night time, then for then for kuffu sibiadakum, then bring your children inside. Don't allow them outside for inna hawakta hidin, then they start spreading and all these type of things. So, therefore, that what you should do, then make sure your beloved children are indoors at Maghrib time.
1: InshaAllah. Can you just repeat? I know it's verse number 15, the, the uh, number of the surah.
2: Surah number 46, 46. Surah Ahqawaf, and this is the beginning of the 26
1: Jews. InshaAllah, because I know surely there's going to be more listeners that will be asking that question as well. Going on to our next question, Mufti, um, it says, When someone seeks to become closer to Allah, what kind of adhkar or, uh, can he or she recite to allow for the love of Allah to enter into their hearts and gain his favor, Mufti?
2: Excellent question, Almighty Allah reward you. Remember that the best thing to read is the Quran Karim, that is Kalamullah, the direct speech of Almighty Allah. And then you, brother, sister, what you should do is have a proper timetable. You can read less, but you do it daily, consistently. Ahabbul a'amali ilallah <laughs> in The most beloved action to all, Maitya Allah is the one where there is consistency. Although quantity-wise, it is less. So take this here, yeah. the sahabas they used to say, and re- listen to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saying, Afdalu zikri la ilaha illallah. So read la-, read la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah abundantly. Make a certain time, and you know that that three, five, ten minutes you will read that. Then for durood, salawat, salutations upon Nabi ul mustafa so you enhance your love for all, Matyallah, with la ilaha You enhance your feeling and love for Mustafa, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, with salawat and durood and salutations. And then, istighfar. We all are sinners. Astaghfirullah, 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 rabbi min kulli zambin wa atubu ilay. So do these three at least, and till out of Quran daily, you will see how you will benefit spiritually, inshaAllah.
1: Inshallah, shukran indeed. Uh, next question, it says, Mufti, can I follow both from Imam Hanafi and Imam Shafi'i, or does Islam say I must follow only one at, at all times, Mufti?
2: Islam says that we should not be following our wombs and fancies and desires. I just give you a few verses. And whosoever fears standing in front of Allah, meaning in the court of Allah, Wa han nafs and he restrains himself from his warm fancies, and desires. For inna al jannah is a resting place and a abode for such people. Yet another place, all might Allah Jalla wa'ala states, aita What have you seen? That person who made his desires his god wa ilm all might led him astray and wa 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 ja'ala and all might closed and sealed his faculties of hearing and seeing and so forth and his heart also deserve cover so it shows that these type of people will go astray so when we say follow one school the aim is not the school itself the aim is we don't end up following our base desires, jumping, jumping the time, and then just end up following our base desires.
1: She can indeed continue sending those SMSs on the number 47913. That is 47913. SMSs are charged in 1 and 50. And, of course, you can phone us on 21 442 Now, moving to my ex-sister-in-law, whom I still care very much about, is living with her, her non-Muslim boyfriend. I've spoken to her about this. Uh, she keeps on saying that he is going to revert back to or rather revert to Islam. She does not want to force him. She is financially dependent on him. And a teenage children also lives with them. It does not seem that the boyfriend wants to revert to Islam. I've spoken to him. Can Mufti please give some advice to her?
2: Obviously what the sister is doing is totally unacceptable and haram. Because what will happen there? that there will be lovers. And lovers is haram as it is. But the age one step worse. Because the lady is a Muslimah and that lover and boyfriend is a non-Muslim, and then there are innocent children involved. Sister, you have to make toba and repent. you have to move away from that person. You can't be like now selling yourself to him because he is supporting you or your children financially, so so no, never mind because of that i will sell my islam or sell my Deen. no you have to repent sister and understand the consequences he's just using you tomorrow when he gets tired of you he will pack you up and then he'll go to somebody else if he wanted you really then he should have embraced islam and then you could have made nikah and love as a proper couple but he's not prepared to do that so think of the consequences
1: Shukun did. going on to our next question it says, Mufti, I'm very badly traumatized. How can I deal with it? I'm going through a very bad times. So please, uh, some advice or some that I can do, Mufti.
2: All Almighty Allah places us here in this world. And the stay in this world is full of vicissitudes, ups and downs and tests. Sometimes Allah gives us good, good all the time. Our health, our wealth, our honor, everything. That also is a test. Sometimes, sickness, death, deaths and deaths and so many problems and what have you, you know, burglary, theft. So this but calamity and disasters come so that we turn more and more to Allah. We know no one can help us except Almighty Allah. so what should you be reading, my dear brother, my dear sister? surah 21 surah anbiya verse 87 the dua of nabi yunus alayhi salam la ilaha illa and subhanath inni kundum minal and when you fear that people want to cause you harm or they are out to get you read surah forty-four-zero, 40 verse 44 surah 40 verse 44 very short وَأُفَوْوِذُ أَمْرِي إِلَى اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ بَصِيرٌ بِالْعِبَادِ Oh my Allah, I'm handing over my matters and affairs to you. Verily you are all observing over the servants. The very next verse Allah says, فَوَقَاهُ اللَّهُ سَيِّئَاتِ مَا Those people who are plotting, planning against you, Allah will protect you against them. And you have so much fear, brother, sister, read. Allah is sufficient for me and for us, and Allah is the best one to take care of our matters. Read that abundantly, and Allah will make it easy for you.
1: Shukran indeed, Mufti. Now, my father, every second week, he tells my mother he's going to kill her, swears at her as well. He's 72 years old. It happens at 2.45 in the morning. Uh, Does he have a djinn in him? The less than one, the Mufti.
2: If this is happening every second week at that time there, then definitely there is cause for concern because it means that there is someone controlling him and then or trying to control him and make him utter these words. What you should all do in that house is in every room, read Surah Baqarah, the first surah, chapter of the Qur'an, surah Fatiha, alhamdu. And then the second one is surah Baqarah, alif la'amim. right al-fansurna al-qawm al-kafirin, the longest surah in the noble Qur'an. Iqra'u surah al-Baqarah. Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi Wasallam sallam, said, read surah Baqarah. فَإِنَّ baraka By reading it is a source of Wa وَتَرَكَهَا hasra And you don't read it is a source of regret and remorse. Al The evil forces cannot overpower it. So read Surah Baqarah, all of you. And remember, tell your mother that she must always stay in Hudu. Read the Manzil, read the course, the last three Surahs. ayatul al-Kursi, Inshallah, all Allah protect all the members of the family.
1: Continue sending those SMSs to the number 47913, that is 47913, or phone us an 21 Now, Mufti, Salatul a little a uh, Let's assume it's at 5 past 6 in the morning. Can I make it at half past 6, or should it only be at a certain time, Mufti?
2: Let's say sunrise now is 5 past 6, and you want to read Ishraq Salat, so you just wait 15 minutes, 20 past 6, half past 6, 7 o'clock, quarter to 7. All that is fine for Ishraq Salat, and that will be more the Hanafi school. And if you take the Shafi school, remember, you make intention of Salat to Duha as well. So Ishraq and Duha according to Shafis, you now make intention of both in one, and incorporate them, so that's fine as well. So, before you go to work at 7 o'clock, for example, according to 7, half past 6, 25 past 6, you read Ishraq, you read Duha, all that is fine. And it is better to read two and two, but two and two rakats separately. But if you read two rakats and then make multiple intentions, that also is permissible and acceptable.
1: Shikana, what is Mufti's opinion on dhikr? In our family, there is a split uh, in our family regarding whether or not it is permissible in Islam or not.
2: No one can argue regarding the virtues of zikr. I'm surprised. How can the family split on such issues? Let's go to Qur'an, Kareem. All Maitya Allah states, Wala zikrullahi akbar in the beginning of the 21st Jews. The remembrance of all Maitya is the biggest and greatest thing. All Mithyallah gives us the benefits of it. Allah, remember, behold. In the zikr of Allah, remember that the hearts will find peace, contentment, and for zikr, there's no condition. You don't need wudu, you don't have to face any particular direction, anytime, anyplace. The people of intelligence are those who make zikr of Allah standing, sitting, reclining, so all that. Mustafa sallallahu said Hay Wa Mayit alladhi, la A person who remembers Allah is like a person who's alive And a person who don't remember Allah is like a dead person Quran Kareem used the word kathira That abundantly only one two only for one action in the Quran Not one place many places but for one action Allah اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا Those men and those women who remember Allah abundantly. So I don't know why the difference is. Maybe there some people say do it individually. Some people say do it collectively. So remember, don't make this an argument point. Those who want to do it collectively, Alhamdulillah, as long as you are not disturbing other people. Those who want to do it individually, Alhamdulillah. So let us love and let love.
1: Shikandi, the voice there of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And this question, Mufti, which is the best name to give a baby girl? Khadija after the wife of the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, or Sa'adiya, the milk mother of our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We get guidance from Mufti after this.
0: It's the Voice of the Cape Festival again. The Faith called Stadium in Athlone. Entry fee for adults are 20 Rand and kids and pensioners are only 10 Rand. The Voice of the Cape Festival from the 5th to the 8th of December 2013. For more information, call us on 021 442 3500.
1: Well, we continue now with Q&A on The Voice of the Cape. And the question we posed Mufti before the break, it says, Mufti, which would be the best name to give a baby girl? Would it be Khadija after the wife of the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam or Sa'adiyah, the milk mother of our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam?
2: Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, told the Ummah, Ahabul al ilallah Allah, Abdullah wa Rahman is mentioned in Tirmidhi. The best names and most beloved names to all might Allah for a boy are Abdullah and Abdul Rahman. So for a girl, Amatullah, Amah means the female slave and servant. So Amatullah and Amatul that will be the best name. But if you love Khadija, so that's an excellent name. And second, if you want to use Saadia, so that is fine as well. However, one point I want to clarify. The milk mother, foster mother of Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi her name was Halima. She was from that side in Taif and you know that tribe she belonged to, were the Banu Saad. So the name of her, the milk mother, the foster mother was not Saadia, it was her name was Halima. But the tribal name was Saadia. So if you want to keep Khadija, excellent. You want to keep Saadiya, excellent. You want to keep Halima, excellent. And the best names for girls will be Amatullah and Amadur Rahman.
1: indeed, Mufti. Now, Mufti, what type of dancing is allowed as dancing is practiced intermingled in a public place to raise funds for a Muslim school uh, and everybody is okay with this? Is it acceptable?
2: No, it can't be okay. You must remember, even if people are okay with it, but Islam is not okay with it. What happens is that the intention is noble. We want to put up a Muslim school or we want to put up a library or something. So that's the intention. So that's good. But the means towards that, we must be permissible. We can't say, let's have a party, then we're going to have a big joel day, then we're we'll going to bicky, you know, dance and others and that. No, it's all haram. You can't do all this kind of thing. I'm dancing with somebody else's daughter and she's dancing with some other man and what and what. So Islam does not allow this. Islam does not allow physical contact with the opposite gender and is absolutely haram and then to come and do it in public is worse and then to turn this way and that way all this year and then they will tune on the music the hip-hop and hip-hop and i don't know what and what there yeah, all this is unacceptable
1: shakun indeed mufti and uh, next sms says can Mufti please elaborate on Baqarah verse 266 uh, shall we deal with that later on mufti
2: no, oh, it's fine, we take it now. Verse 266. So you must remember that surah 2, uh, verse 266 is easy. So everything in the heavens, in the earth, the entire universe belongs solely only to Allah. I think the brother wants the second portion here, or the sister. وَإِن Whether you expose what is in your heart or you conceal it, you Allah will take you to task for it and question you. Remember, this was very difficult. So the Sahaba said, "Ya Rasul This is beyond our strength and ability. So all Allah says in front, yasha wa Allah will forgive whomsoever he wishes. Allah will give punishment to whom have a wishes and in front Allah says 268 la yukallifullahu nafsan illa usaha the person who asks this question verse 268 is the one that is explaining 266 Allah will not burden any person more than his or her ability. And therefore Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wa further elaborated and said that ummati. Allah ta'ala forgives my ummah and all those things. When they do something mistakefully or you know unintentionally and so forth. So it shows that uh, ummah will be forgiven when they do something unintentionally or they are Put under duress and so forth, so that is the meaning. So, La Nafsan illa explains the verse 266.
1: Shikha, indeed, Mufti. Next question It says, uh, Is your father still considered your father even though he molested you? What are the consequences, Mufti?
2: He will remain your father right till the day of Qiyamah, and unfortunately Allah forbid if the father molested the daughter or the son or what have you. So obviously it is a serious, serious offense, and in fact we will say that that type of father should be put in jail, but the fact of the matter is your name is Abilal or Zainab or whatever, and that person, immoral person, his name was Abdullah or what have you, so you will still remain his his son, we can't change that because that is now your father but obviously that you must now curtail contact with such a person because of his immoral activities
1: Shukran dear Mufti, that then concludes all our questions for this round because we need to break for Maghrib but inshallah we will have uh, proximity another 20 minutes when we come back after Maghrib with the Honorable Mufti, if whatever questions we can't deal with, it will have to stand over for next week inshallah, until then Mufti Assalamualaikum wa Wabarakatuh well, as I said, uh, you can still send us your SMSs. Uh, we have received quite a lot, uh, Alhamdulillah, but we will continue taking those on 47913. And as I said, uh, a bit later on, we will continue with QA in the next uh, two, in, rather in about uh, 15 to 20 minutes, inshallah. We'll have another 20 minutes with Mufti that will take us up to around about 8 o'clock. But for now, inshallah, we'll break uh, for the Waqt of Maghrib and continue thereafter.
0: It's the The Voice of the Cape Festival again. The is Skrall Stadium in Athlone. Entry fee for adults are 20 rand and kids and pensioners are only 10 rand. The Voice of the Cape Festival from the 5th to the 8th of December 2013. For more information, call us on 021-442-3500.
1: Welcome back to the Airways of uh, the Voice of the Cabin. Of course, we continue now with Q&A. Our number is still 47913. That is for your SMSs. Or you can phone us at 02144-23530. And uh, we continue welcoming on the line again the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain to answer all of your questions. And this uh, first question in this one, Mufti says, What does a wife do if her brother and husband is at loggerheads all the time? It's putting strain on our marriage and has become physical already mufti please
2: some advice obviously in a case like that you need to speak to your husband and you need to speak to your brother as well and the two of them should curtail contact they were not severed ties but curtail contact because it seems they cannot see eye to eye and it already went physical so obviously this will have a negative impact on your marriage so you must cement your marriage, continue reading Rabbana hablana min Azwaajina Ayun, and tell your husband to do the same. Surah 25, Surah Furqan, verse 74. Read Ya Wadud, Ya Wadood and tell your brother that he should stay out because it is having a negative impact. And in that way, Inshallah, things will get better.
1: She can, uh, next question, Mufti. A lady works for an insurance company. She wants to know, is insurance haram and is it haram to work for such a company as well?
2: Conventional insurance, we know that the lifeline of it is interest, gambling and so forth. So many factors will make it not permissible. Therefore, when a person, brother or sister works there, then definitely the income there will be tainted and polluted and it's not acceptable for a Muslim to work for such companies.
1: She can uh, next question: Can a parent who is still living uh, give a house to one child without consulting with the other children?
2: If the house belongs to the father or the mother and they want to give it to one of their sons or one of their daughters without consulting the other children, or so, it is permissible. With one proviso: it must not be done with blatant favoritism. But if it is done for need or necessity, for example, he's got two daughters. One daughter is married to a big doctor, professor, engineer. Another one is married to a imam, a sheikh. Now Bichara, there is, so Bichara means you know the poor guy. The imam, the sheikh's wages is not so good. So now, for example, I'm saying so. In that case, there now the father gives the house to that daughter there because of need, necessity. So that's fine, permissible. Islam says when you give your children during your lifetime exercise justice try and give everybody equal but if you give one party more one party less during your lifetime and they took possession of it and it's based on need necessity so then it is from
1: Mufti, what would be the idda period for a pregnant woman let's assume that the lady is one month pregnant when her idda started
2: it means that when the husband passed away, then she was one month pregnant. Quran Kareem says, That means that when she delivers the baby, then that will be the end of her after seven months, eight months or if the husband gave a talaq then the same story there so whether it is iddat wafat where the husband passed away or iddat talaq of divorce in both instances delivery of the baby then only will her iddat expire
1: she can now uh, can a woman attend a lingerie party for the bride
2: remember that this is these are customs of you know the non-muslims now they have their bridal shower then they have this shower we only knew of one shower the shower in the bathroom but now they start bringing many showers you know (laughs) now what they're going to have is they will have the laundry there now imagine this lady is seeing what that lady will wear the underwear and thus and thus and all this. So this is against the Haya, the shame of Islam. Inna likulli in khuluqah, wa islam al-haya. A wonderful beautiful hadith Imam Malik Rahimahullah has mentioned in Muatta. Every religion has their own unique features and characteristics. The unique feature and characteristic of Islam is Haya, shame and modesty. So, therefore, that would not be a good idea and unacceptable.
1: Now, Mufti, which dua can one make for a daughter who's uh, studying and I think probably include the matriculancy as well, Mufti?
2: For examinations, is mm. thinking about. Yeah, because now is examination season and fever, so what you should do is. Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Mankara ayasin fee sodrin nahar kudiat hawa So all of you, my brothers, sisters, you're writing exams, so what you need to do is this in the early part of the morning, make sure you read Fajr Salat, before Fajr, after Fajr. Whenever it's convenient, read Surah Yaseen. Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that when you read Surah Yaseen in the beginning of the day Fajr time, then your needs will be fulfilled. And then, inshallah, you read Hasbun Allah wa Nirmal Waqeel. you fearing the worst, but Allah will make it easy for you, inshallah. She
1: can uh, next question, Mufti. It says, uh, My wife, for 14 years, says I am not providing for her and my family, even though I'm working and take my whole salary to pay for the rent and other bills. And now she wants uh, a divorce because she's earning more. Must I give her the divorce? But I will miss my children as I love them dearly. Mufti,
2: remember in a case that it, sister, you are being unfair. Just because you feel that you got your economic independence, you are earning more, your husband is earning seven, eight thousand, you earning ten thousand, twenty thousand, so you feel that he can go fly a kite, that's very, very unfair, sister. He brings his whole paycheck and he gives it to you, or he spends it on the rental, he spends it on the children, spends it on you, and now you say, Remember, if a lady, Mustafa sallallahu said that she asked for talaq or khula and this type of things, min ghayri ba'asin, without valid the grounds, then for haramun alayha raihatul jannah, that the fragrance of jannah will become haram for her. My advice to you, sister, you hang in and stay in that marriage, and you will have a bigger heart and tell your husband that no, you will help him and so forth. Don't threaten him that, yeah, that my wages is more... Than you, and what is you, and that is all the pride and arrogance that comes about.
1: Now, Mufti, until what time for the latest can one perform Aisha Namaz? Is it until 12 o'clock at night only?
2: When a person wants to perform Isha, then best is to perform it before midnight. But if a person is traveling or a person is very tired, he slept or something, and now you woke up past midnight, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and you read Isha at that time, so that also will be Adah, it will be considered as valid. So before Fajr time starts, till then, you know, on your timetable is written there, Suhoor ends, like when we are fasting. So when that Suhoor time ends, the Isha time ends also. But to read it after midnight without the
1: excuse is makruh, but if a person is traveling or something, then it is permissible. She indeed. The voice of the Cape 91.3 FM, and of course, uh, the program being QA with myself, Muhammad Zain Machid, answering all of your questions. None other than Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Uh, next question reads as follows It says, Mufti, can I sell my dogs, puppies, to make up my vet expenses?
2: According to the Shafi'is that would not be permissible with suhtun in a hadith it comes. You know, according to Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah, the dog is like the swine the khinzir. Bumper to bumper, top to bottom, it is najas and impure, it's called, considered najas ul-Ain. So according to Shafiq, for you to sell the puppies, because now you have to take them, and the mother and so forth, to the vet and that no, you will have to pay with your halal money. So you can just get rid of that, give it to the SPC or something. But according to the Hanafis and them, if you sell these dogs and all these type of things, because you know, so that then it, it is permissibility according to Hanafis.
1: Shikan indeed. The next question, it says, Salam, I just became a Muslim one month ago, but my mother-in-law did some bad things to me in a way of black magic, but I did forgive her for it, because at that time I was uh, not a Muslim, and I didn't tell my boyfriend of what he did, uh, she did to me, um, but I want to know if I get married to him, what kind of wedding can I have? Because I have a child, and is it? Uh, it's not his, and I'm pregnant now with him, his child as well. Because I still have uh, a lot to learn about Islam,
2: Mufti? Okay, yet yeah, 3 part question number one, sister. You embrace Islam. We say, MashaAllah, Allah. Know the virtues in the Quran and in the Sunnah. The Quran Kareem states, "Kulli kafaru. You tell the non-Muslim or Mustafa, Rahmatul Alamin, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, if they abstain from their disbelief and kufr and shirk and all that in non-Islamic activities. And embrace Islam. You follow The previous sins are forgiven. Meaning, whatever the crime they committed against Allah, are forgiven. Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, said, al Islam erases the sins of the past. So that is one issue. Second issue: your mother-in-law now, or your future mother-in-law. This is what she's doing, and all these type of things that she did and because you have, You must remember that when you, you are Muslim, but you must be very careful, don't eat food or drink anything until though that person, they also eat from the same food or drinks from the same drink because today people are envious and jealous and so forth. So you must also read, you know, tell your husband, inshallah, once you get married, must teach you the last two surahs, the last two chapters of the Noble Quran for protection. Third one, sister, now you're already pregnant with your lover, with your boyfriend. So remember, all this is haram and unlawful in Islam, that you cannot have any fornication, adultery, and all these type of things. So what is the solution now for you? You and your boyfriend immediately, today, tomorrow, before the weekend, get married. And in that way, you don't have to have a big function and all that. Mustafa, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the messenger of Islam, said, mauna. the best nikah is the one for barakah and blessing purposes where the least expenditure is incurred so get married as soon as possible and try and live separately from your mother-in-law
1: final question uh, this evening mufti it says uh, i'm married to, to a somali man for nearly three years now he's been on travel for a year and four months now the last time he before me was in ramadan Promise he would uh, send me some money he never did but he never did send any money ever since he left a uh, are we still married
2: Remember, you are still married, although one year or one year, four months has passed. What you need to do is go to the different organizations, for example, MGC or whoever, and tell them the whole facts and everything. Maybe they can then contact this person here. Maybe he's gone to Mogadishu, or maybe he passed away, or Allah alone knows what happened. And then you apply for a fasakh, and the an annulment can take place like that. So that will be your best bet to come out of this nikah.
1: Shukran, that's unfortunately all the time we have for questions uh, this evening. Shukran indeed to everyone that sms us. But I do promise you, inshallah, Mufti will be going uh, next week overseas. But all the questions that I've got, we will pre-record those questions and play it back to you on Thursday night. So don't worry, we will answer your questions, inshallah. That leaves us, uh, Mufti, with about four minutes for some nasih, inshallah.
2: Alhamdulillah, we thank all that we are in the Islamic New Year 1435. Now, what does this mean? Oh, esteemed listener of Voice of the Cape, I'm going to quote to you a different ahadith, and we all need to put this into practice. Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad, sallallahu alaihi wasallam sallam, said, Afdharul siyam, ba Ramadan, shahrullah al-muharram. On the authority of Abu Huraira, anh, Mustafa, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said the best fast after the month of Ramadan, which is obligatory, is Shahrullah, the month of Almighty Allah Muharram, the Hadith authentic, mentioned in Sahih Muslim and Tirmidhi. So the whole month of Muharram, we are told it is highly desirable, recommended that we keep the fast. If we have Qadha fast outstanding, then keep that fast. If we're up to date, then try. For example, Friday, Saturday, we can fast. Saturday, Sunday, we can fast like that. So on Monday, Tuesday, whatever. So we should try our level best to keep the great amount of fast in Muharram. Second, regarding the day of Ashura, remember Ashura in South Africa is Thursday, and Makkah, Medina also is Thursday. They changed the calendar there because they made a mistake initially, but nevertheless, it is Thursday, Ashura. So, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa said, authentic hadith in Sahih Muslim, I hope and I expect all Almighty Allah to forgive the previous year's sins. So we should try and keep two fasts Wednesday, Thursday, or Thursday, Friday. Or if we want to do best, then we go and fast Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Why we say not one day? Because we must not imitate the Jews. And in Mustafa Ahmed Mustafa وسلم, hadith is mentioned, Sumu Yawman Qablahu or Ba'adahu. Keep one fast before Ashura, or one fast after the day of Ashura. Then remember in Tirmidhi Sharif it is mentioned, the night of Ashura, that will be Wednesday night, or Thursday, the day, Fihi Omuntab Allahu <laughs> Fihi ala Wa Yatubu Fihi Alaa Qumin Akharin The Thursday of Ashura, Almighty Allah accepted the Tawbah and the repentance of a people that was the people of Nabi Musa, alayhi salam. So on the 10th of Muharram, Pharaoh and his cronies were drowned. Musa alayhi salam's people were saved and their toba was accepted. But it's not confined to them. Our Tawbah and repentance will also be accepted. So, my dear listener and brother, I beg you, when is the night, leave the TV and all these things. Let us make Tawbah and turn to all. We know the plight of the Ummah in Syria, Egypt, and Afghanistan, Iraq, Palestine. You know, yesterday they were deliberating in the Knesset, the Parliament of Israel, to allow the Jews to come into Masjid Al-Aqsa. So, they are serious, serious, challenges for the Ummah. Next one, you, my Buddhas and fathers and husbands, this is for, for you now. Mustafa, sallallahu said, من وسأ على إياله في النفق يوم آشورة Whosoever spends on his family, wife, children, parents, so you spend, give a nice little bit meal, or, for example, that you give them the money or gift, so rather give the money or whatever you, and in that way there, that all, Allah, will increase the risk for you for the whole year. Subhanallah, Imam Shafi's teacher Sufyan bin Uyena says, We tried it and it happened like that. So open your wallets, brothers, and spend on your wife, on your children, on your parents, inshallah. Last one, my dear brother, dear sister, remember many people want to bring their propaganda and lies that the day of ashura was important from the time of nabi musa a.s. because he kept this fast out of thanksgiving then entrenched and reinforced by mustafa nabi muhammad a.s. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa passed away in the 11th year of the Hijrah, 50 years after that, the martyrdom of Sayyidina Hussein. radiallahu alayhi he was the beloved grandson of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa his virtues are tremendous and magnificent, but you must not distort the facts and say that 10th Muharram Ashura became important because of the martyrdom, there's the Shia propaganda, we say the Sunnah Jama'ah, Almighty Allah, bless Sayyidina Hussain. And elevated his rank, giving him martyrdom in Karbala on a Friday, the 10th of Muharram, the year 61. So that is the proper perspective. May all Allah, Allah, accept everyone's efforts. Barakallahu fiqh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: Mufti jazakallah, khair Allah protect and guide you. And of course, we say a big shukran to you for being of service to the people of Cape Town. Alhamdulillah. Uh, until the next time, we greet you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi وبركاته.
2: وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله